0: On this week's episode of Read, Watch, or DNF, we take a stroll through Harlem in a monotone and most likely opium-fueled haze in Nella Larson's 1929 novel, Passing, and the 2021 Netflix original adaptation of the same name. And we ask the question, is it possible for an adaptation to be too much like the book? Also, the black and white, uh, we see, yeah, we see what you did there. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Read Watcher DNF, the podcast where we, Melby, and the lovely Jackie D, your hosts, uh, we drunkenly break down book to screen adaptations each week. You know, we flip a coin. Apparently, we still have not learned how to properly flip that coin because we're fucking stupid, but we'll try again later. But we do flip that coin to see who will read or watch first. Then we come together to compare notes to see, you know, how closely the adaptation follows the book, which we prefer, uh, you know, the book versus the movie or, you know, if the order in which we read watch, read roched, red roched, read watched affects our reviews and why do we do all this? Nobody knows. We don't actually know. Sometimes we question ourselves pretty roughly on why we are doing this, Um, but it doesn't matter because we watch and we read so you don't have to DNF. If this is your first time with us, welcome. If you're returning, we love you, dearly besties. And if you haven't done so already, please take a moment Give us a rating and a review maybe five stars if you think we deserve it but the reviews they really help us here especially on apple podcasts because the more reviews you get the more visibility you get so you know just just go in there and be like sub bitch like that counts we'll take it also check out our social medias we still have the facebook because marina our social media manager will not let us delete it so it is there i actually Don't even remember the last time I logged into it. So it's there for like updates and news. She's got it. Don't worry. She'll take care of you. Instagram, she is there. She's pretty good at it. Jackie and I are not. So we don't touch it. Actually, I am I think i am locked out of it on my phone. (laughs) So (laughs) that's probably for the best, right? For the better. Uh, Also, we have a TikTok. Uh, It's our, our new TikTok because Jackie and I got banned. So Marina is also handling that. So she doesn't get us banned again well so we don't get banned again so we don't really touch it but on twitter you're talking to us well m- mostly me but jackie's there sometimes too just just at her in post and she'll she'll pop up and say hi she did turn on her notifications now yes uh, but if you're looking for us there you can find us at read watch dnf and if you're really looking for us on the tiktok it's at read watch dnf underscore podcasts because we had them make a new handle because we got permabanned they took that shit and set it on fire we're never getting it back News uh, for this episode, A is with us. Miss Angel, hi. She's here to talk about this book. She got mad at me because I picked an Amazon Kindle editor pick and she's like, bitch, don't ever do that. So I made a mistake and we're going to deal with it this month. Because it was picked for the top, um, because Black History Month to celebrate Black authors and this was the top editor pick. And I remember seeing that Netflix had an adaptation and I thought it would be interesting. It's an intriguing concept and story. I thought it would be okay. We have learned. Yes. Which we will talk about. But A go hi, Say hi. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. Uh, A is um, close to putting out her first manuscript. We're going to do an editing party here soon, right? Yeah. Real soon. Like next month. Yeah. And there's another book over there too that she might put out.
1: It might be the finished one because that one's oh. done. One of them's getting edited. I just, I just don't
0: know which one.
1: They're so, both bloody. Eh.
0: <laughs> so what that means is hopefully here in a couple months, we'll be able to announce a book release. Yeah, that would be uh, Wait, what? Why? Because we're going to do it. I'm uh, already. I'm, yeah. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> I'm making promises yeah. to the six people that listen to us <laughs> that we are going to do a book release, and they are going to demand it. You are so damn, Jackie dumb. and I found out the hard way in the beginning when we were doing this, when I really think it was six people that was listening to us. Jackie and I would do these recordings. And sometimes, you know, because we have lives, we would fall behind. It would be like, nobody cares. And then we would get messages and stuff like, where's the next episode? We're like, oh, my God, we're so sorry. Mo- <laughs> People mostly, fr-
2: mostly from my sister. She's like, uh, She's very angry.
0: uh, hello. Like, what the fuck, bitch? And actually, um... Uh, Imposter Syndrome on Twitter. She is probably our first follower back in the day. She's been with us, I think, the entire year. Because when we first got on Twitter, we started the account for our Social Media Manager. I think we had like 20 followers. Because I was like, fuck Twitter. <laughs> Imposter was one of them. So she's been with us from the beginning. And I remember she would message me all the time, be like, where's the next episode? And be like, oh my God, you care. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> We'll be better. You guys deserve so much better. But yeah, so what I'm saying is I made promises to the more than six. It's actually like about 3,000 now. Oh, oh, snap. Yeah, there's about 3,000 between all the platforms. I would have to go through and do all the math to add it up. But Apple alone has about 1,300. Oh. So, yeah. So there are people that are listening. So if you're listening to this episode, A is going to release her books soon. And we'll do that here. Yeah
2: yeah yeah excited speaking
0: of books we have a book giveaway going on in instagram and twitter right now for the lady and the orc by finley fenn so that'll be open for the remainder of this week so if you hear this go ahead and get it soon jesus, who are we dedicating our f-bombs to we'll let a pick. Jesus, jesus 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 we are dedicating our f-bombs To Jesus. This fucking episode is going to get us canceled, Jackie. (laughs) Why? Why? F-bombs are dedicated to Jesus. (laughs) What would Jesus do in this situation? Eight pounds, six ounce, baby Jesus. Eight pounds, six ounce, baby Jesus. These are for you.
2: Swaddled in his manger. Jackie, what are we drinking? Well, I personally uh, went to the alcohol get in place earlier today, uh, because the only thing that we had in the house was either vodka, which Mel knows I don't touch, and it's unfortunate. Diet Millers. The wonderful alcohol get in place had this variety pack of Tea west smooth drinking hard tea. <sighs> the one I'm drinking right now is a black radberry. Radberry. Yeah. Uh, I've also had a lemon, a strawberry and a peach before this good for you yes good for you getting yourself i don't don't have to work tomorrow so i have no getting up time so I'm I'm well i
0: do have to work tomorrow so i was drinking a little bit earlier i went to the bar i actually walked away from the work that i was doing and then decided halfway through and picked up my keys and i'm like i'm going to the bar you guys can reach me on my cell if you need me that's the kind of day i had So I had some Jolly Rancher shots. James made those for me. They were great. Uh, I had a cider. I had another cider when I got home. Um, So now I'm finishing a cider and drinking water because I do have to get up and go into work tomorrow.
2: That's unfortunate.
0: Yeah. And after the day I had today, um, I want to be fully with it tomorrow because I'm going to make everyone's fucking lives miserable. And I want to enjoy it.
1: Okay. Angel? My kids Capri Suns. It's
0: a weeknight. Yeah. Got to keep it straight.
1: Yeah, things tend to explode. Yeah, things explode when moms hungover. So we just <laughs> we just we just don't drink
0: during the week. a has got little kids. It makes sense. Yeah, but it's okay. This maybe we don't need to be drunk for this one, or maybe we do. We don't know. We'll figure it out, Jackie. But do we have a drinking game? Uh, we actually do. That I is found, amazing. I
2: found one. Which okay. I'm I'm going to tell you right now with movies with this kind of serious uh undertone topic,
0: yeah, makes me uncomfortable.
2: Yeah. It's from movieboozer.com. Only three rules, and they actually say to do a shots in this one. Uh, do a shot whenever a character name drops the title. So anytime anybody mentions the word passing Do a shot.
1: Okay. Oh, I'll pray for you now.
2: Um, Do another shot whenever the seasons change in the story. Did the seasons change? Yes. They did. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was just like fall. Summer, fall, winter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. All right. And then shotgun a beer for every moment of unspoken sexual
0: tension between the two leads. So do the most white trash thing you can do. Yes. For this movie. Yeah, Got and
2: it. and just made me think of a conversation you and I had, Mel, earlier today when I was talking about when uh, Irene is having her, like, kind of vision, oh, her, her napping, opium, whatever yeah. it was, yeah. if that was actually the case, and she would have these visions of Claire, but yeah. then there was also the, the random touches and weird looks and stuff like that occasionally that kind of yeah. made you
0: think... Just, does she actually have a crush
2: on her
0: or is that, is that oh, what's going on? oh yeah I, I see it now i just wasn't paying close enough attention yeah to, i uh, mean that all that went way over my head i don't remember any of that in the movie that's how awesome it was but since this person pointed it out ugh.
2: maybe it's because i read it first and i didn't get any of that oh from, in between the lines oh, well, i don't know
0: excuse us excuse us oh heavy. in the book
2: oh in the book it's heavy yeah, yeah. in the book that's well text then is heavy. I'm
0: obtuse when it comes to reading you know that's a that's a good point though because Angel and I watched the movie first mm-hmm. and also I watched it directly after watching all to all the boys I love before mm-hmm. so I was already in a sort of a mood angry so yeah and yeah and I was just on Twitter like fuck this, fuck this. Twitter doing something and I kept looking up like I didn't even see her fall out the window to begin with I was like what happened whoa so I had no idea. So I, don't, I wasn't picking up on any of that sexual tension. So I, def, I definitely, I'm not doing the white trash part of this drinking mm-hmm. game, if that were the case. But after, yeah, the book, I could see that. If you read the book first, then you you know it's coming. <laughs> A and I did uh, watch first. We watched it the same night. Um, A sent message after message and then finally started sending voice messages because we didn't <laughs> want to type it. Um, About how angry she was, how her husband was not going to let her hang out with us anymore, how she was going to have to disown us. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
2: how how do we escalate?
0: It escalated.
2: I, I woke up the next morning to like 163 texts in our group chat or group message thing. And it was all about this movie.
0: All of it, yeah, all of it. it was, and me mm. sending gifts to Jackie, like simulating me choking her. <laughs> and I wanted her to acknowledge them. I needed it, but she didn't. And then it mm. was all the voice messages from Angel going, this is so dumb.
1: It was it was it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was
0: so damn dumb. I hate, I hated that movie. <laughs> Uh, but then I read the Kindle version. I think this is my first Kindle mm-hmm. version on the show cuz I usually do the physical. I was just too tired and not concerned enough to go find a physical copy of this book. It was 4.99 on Kindle. So 4.99 on Kindle. So I'm pretty sure it's the same one that Jackie read
2: probably. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, mine was the uh Signet book yeah.
2: published July 6, 2021. Isn't this Signet like the school yeah that's the the school advanced placement program version for oh that's what my kids are in right yeah for
0: (laughs) elementary and middle school yeah my kids are in that that's why it sounds familiar (laughs) (laughs) jackie go ahead and tell us what this movie is about or the book maybe the book yeah that's (laughs) yeah it's my turn to fuck it up jackie fucked it up last time
2: Irene Redfield is a black woman living in an affluent, comfortable life with her husband and children in the living, a thriving neighborhood of Harlem in in the 1920s. Jesus, I can't word today. When she reconnects with her childhood friend, Clara Kendry, who is similarly light skinned, Irene discovers that Clara has been passing for a white woman after severing ties to her past, even hiding the truth from her racist husband. And he's super racist. Claire finds herself drawn to Irene's sense of ease and security with her black identity and longs for the community and increasingly the woman she lost. Irene is both riveted and repulsed by Claire and her dangerous secret, as Claire begins to insert herself and her deception into every part of Irene's stable existence. First published in 1929, Larson's brilliant examination of the various ways in which we all seek to,
0: quote, pass, end quote, is as timely as ever. I feel like there's a l- lot of stuff in that that I did not get. That's fine. That's fine. All right, IMDb's five words or less summary. Passing follows the unexpected reunion of two high school friends, which I don't think is accurate because didn't they she leave there were before like 12. high school? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Not two high school friends, but the movie says so, Uh, whose renewed acquaintance ignites a mutual obsession that threatens both of their carefully constructed realities. Is that really what happened? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, this was the directorial debut of Rebecca Hall. I don't know why she picked this one, but sure. You know, she was working on this screenplay for 10 years. What? 10 years. It's yeah.
2: taken almost exactly word for word from the book. 10
1: years. It's because she had to focus all that that, that thought and
0: uh, intent into making sure it was black and white. Anyway, runtime is an hour and 38 minutes. I feel like that's way too long for the fact that nothing happened. It was PG-13. Well, it says for thematic material and oh, some racial slurs and smoking. Yeah some yeah there were actually uh a had brought this up a lot the fact that it was surprisingly not as racist as you would expect a movie like this to be in regards to like seeing racism which was interesting
2: it was very focused
0: yeah well yeah i guess you could use that term focused, but not focused it was like focused on nothing
2: i think it was focused more on one side of the story
0: sure well yeah it's her because she's telling it yeah so you're only seeing from what she's privy to but
1: even but even in the book though there right. was a there was a uh, yeah. like she wasn't a reliable narrator like she was really unreliable so this is just like rather watch the buzzards swarm my backyard tree i don't i don't understand the fo- I, don't, I don't get it i didn't yeah. understand the
0: focus yeah so some interesting uh, trivia about Nella Larson, She's written a couple anthologies, some poetry, two novels. She was she had a third coming out, but n- literally nobody picked it up to publish it. So I wonder if she just wasn't it anymore. And then she became a nurse. Yeah. So it's a noble budget. profession. Book is considered a classic, so she has that to her name. The estimated budget was about ten million. And funny story on that. Um, Rebecca Hall was actually 500000 short of the $10 million estimated budget to get it to kick it off so they could start. Hmm. And that's where I believe um, one of the actresses came in and fronted the rest of the money. Oh. Yeah, so $10 million. Netflix bought it for $15 million, so I guess she made a profit. And now she's getting royalties, I would assume. Yeah. Good for you, Rebecca Hall. How about we review this okay let's just give our reviews well not our reviews let's the reviews we found
2: other people's reviews
0: other people's let's see what they say
2: <laughs> on goodreads uh 3.93 out of 5 there was roughly fifty four thousand ratings and just over five and a half thousand reviews the most were four out of fives at 46 percent which hmm. kind of Surprised me a little bit, but.
0: I'm going to say, and this is just, we've said this before in the show, like things like Little Women, where people are afraid to give it a bad review or even a bad star rating. So four seems to be the number that sticks out because it's like, they don't want to do three because they feel like that's offensive, but they definitely don't want to give it a five. Mm -hmm. So you see a lot of fours with nothing said, but then if people do want to write about it, it's usually the ones that gave it five stars. So I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say this may be one of those books that people don't want to openly critique.
2: Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Jackie. Five out of five. It was four lines, passing for straight, passing for married, mostly passing for happy and passing for white, whatever white is. (laughs)
1: I'm sorry
2: (laughs) this shouldn't be funny (laughs) I just I I, I think that that review just seems extremely pretentious to me
0: it is extremely pretentious but I will give it that this review literally gave me an epiphany I I was like oh oh I understand more now so thank you, reviewer. Not just passing in <laughs> one aspect of
2: life or Yeah, I just yeah.
0: was like I was so focused on it A can even probably test this. Like when we were at the bar before we went to the movie and I had a lot of drink, I was so like <laughs> Why? Why would they do this? Why is it a danger like who would want to do that? And then I was like looking and reading other stuff and it was talking about somebody's grandfather had also I was like, oh, That's even gotta be worse. It's gotta be worse for the men. I was like all in my thoughts about it, like just anxiety ridden <laughs> yeah. over this. But now it's like passing for straight, passing for married. I'm like, oh my god, it's everything. Yeah, which I okay. didn't really get from the book, but definitely the movie.
2: She is not happily married at all. No, they put on a show no. for the outside world, but whenever they're just the two of them in the house, she's like, no. Nah
0: so please don't touch me to each his own
2: or her own or their own and a one out of five i dot 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 had a hard time understanding this book for the majority of it i had to look up information on it just to make sense of parts of it i found the character's voices to be very disjointed I will agree with that.
0: Hmm. Why do you agree with that? You know what
2: it kind of reminded me of? Mm-hmm. Your assessment of *The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, <laughs> uh, like a fever dream? Yes.
0: Yeah, I can see it. I mean, I won't go as far to say that this book is like a fever dream. I would say this book's more like an opium dream.
2: I, I don't think the book as a whole is a fever dream. I just think that yeah. some of Irene's narration is kind of fever dreamy. Yeah, yeah, it
1: reminds me a lot of uh, Stephen King's Eyes of the Dragon, that that weird, unreliable narrator where it's not necessarily disjointed. It's just you don't know what's going on.
0: Yeah, 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 you can't trust it. Yeah.
2: Where am I? And actually, a lot of the one out of five reviews that I found, they were talking about how they had to reread portions of the book over and over and over again, just to make sense of what the hell was going on.
0: All right, IMDb user reviews, because that's all we care about. Fuck the critics. 6.7 out of 10. I think they're bought. <laughs> they're bought, yeah. I, I would, yeah. At least a good portion of them. Okay, so it had about 15,000 ratings, so way less, obviously, than the book. The book's been out for a long time. Only 168 reviews, though. Huh. But we see that a lot with the movie reviews. There's a less time they'll come. The books, it's like people are more pretentious when they want to review books. Movies is like, it was okay. Just got slow. Do better, people. Okay, do better. Uh, ten out of ten was five point seven percent. Pretty low percentage for that. The lowest was actually two out of ten, which is a one point two percent. But seven out of ten is the highest percentage. That's twenty nine point six. So most of these reviews were in that like five to seven range. All right, ten out of ten. A history lesson for real. I love this movie. This movie is set in the late 1920s, early 1930s. My grandfather and great-grandma told stories about this time. I am so happy that they were friends with all walks of life. This film was researched very well. Thank you, exclamation point, is based on the book. hmm I don't know what it was, re- but okay. And then it goes, edit, watching this movie for the 10th time. I miss the language. It comforts me. My great-grandma and grandpa and grandma talk like this. Okay. Do you see the way they spelled it? Grant, like with the M, grandpa, mm-hmm. grandma. Mm-hmm. Okay, I put this movie on when I wait, I put this movie on when I want to feel comforted. Fantastic. Did they not watch the end? They were on their knees the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. But this is why I picked this one because this is someone I, I'd asked the question earlier, like when we started watching the movie and, and reading, because I was like, who is the audience for mm. this? Mm-hmm. That's that's what I want to know. Is Who is the audience that's watching this and going, I love it. And I don't want to insult anyone, but I just feel like this is meant for a group of like super pretentious people. Or like they want to present themselves that way. They want to be the person on there that's giving this 10 out of 10. Same thing in the book. Like they give it 5 out of 5. And I'm not denying that people actually feel this way. It's just when I read a review like this, I get a little it feels forced doesn't it like it's my family like i have ties to this this is me this is my identity i'm gonna watch this again for that's the tenth time blink
1: once if you're safe like <laughs> twice <laughs> if you need me to help you that that's that's the question you ask to reviews like that like not to discard it you know this could genuinely be no. how they feel but it's It's super toxic positive, and I don't know how to take that. Yes,
0: the toxic positivity, that is a thing.
2: The thing about this review, though, they're really only specifically talking about the language, how people spoke. Yeah. Which, in everyday life, that was not how people spoke. That was kind of a forced, this is proper English, we're gonna speak this way to sound educated kind of thing. They're not talking about any kind of like lifestyle or living situation or anything like that. No,
0: one out of ten. So boring. This I I picked this because it sounds like A that <laughs> night. I'm pretty sure she wrote I didn't this. Write it. She goes. <laughs> she goes. So bo- this is what A writes. So boring. We got 54 minutes in. Checked how long it had to go because literally nothing happened up until that point. It still had 45 minutes to go, and we both groaned. That was really boring. I have no idea if I got excited. I have no idea if it got exciting after that, but I didn't really care. Dull, dull, dull. I don't
1: even write my book reviews like this. <laughs> wow.
0: I just love that like, I had to check how much. Okay, I'm not going to lie. There was actually a moment during the movie where I hit the little um, fire remote just to have the thing pop up so I could see how much longer. <laughs> Was it? I was like, "Oh god!"
2: I did okay watching the movie. Obviously, I didn't watch it with you guys. I kept doing that too, and I sped it up.
0: You cheated, cheater. She Cheer. did cheat. She did cheat. OK, so basically right now, nothing that Jackie does counts. <gasps> I got she didn't She didn't do it right.
2: I got everything I needed to from the movie. It was just a little bit faster mm. than you guys did. Uh, still had all the dialogue and everything. You can only speed it Mm-mm. up up to 1.5 times on
0: Netflix. Just want to say that. Jackie said, I read the book first. I don't need this. Cheer. It was
2: halfway through the movie. I realized it is exactly
0: the same yeah and I kind of when that happens after I watch first it makes the book even that much more painful because I already know what's happening and I'm like oh god speed up speed up I don't need all the detail of it like the exposition I don't need but
2: but see with (laughs)
0: with reading the book after though you kind of think maybe
2: there's something that they didn't put in the movie and you're just waiting for that to happen
0: uh and it I lost faith like 30 pages in it doesn't I cried So what was this one you found? (laughs) So it's this really
1: long winded, I hate my life review. Like it's super long. So I just took the title of the review because it says everything it needs to. Um, So it was rated four out of 10. I don't know why they rated, why they didn't rate it lower. Absurd. Denouement as protagonists act of moral turpitude caps off (laughs) lugubrious tale of light skinned black woman passing for white that's all you need that's (laughs) that's the title of the review that's not even oh his review is scathing that's why i don't understand why
2: like he didn't rate it lower does the review warrant the use of those particular words yeah yeah denouement yeah yeah yeah, hold on hold on hold on on. let me let me let me me... i have it up turpitude hold on turpitude hold on hold
1: on let me find it (laughs) (laughs) okay the narrative is lugubrious, and we never learn much about the lives of these characters and their associations with other people outside what transpires between Irene, Claire, and Brian. One bright note is the Bell. Bellus? 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 Yeah, that's that.
0: That's Isn't the- that the, the Bellus? Bellus? Yeah.
1: Okay. Friendship yeah. with a cynical white intellectual, Hugh Wentworth. Who manages to make things slightly interesting? Since the plot never seems to go in any interesting directions, Larson resorts to base melodrama to conclude her story. Irene, who is solidly a moral character, gradually grows jealous of Claire, believing that an attraction is developing between her and Brian.
0: Hold on. Well, there's
1: more. But here it appears that Hall has Irene in a fit of moral turpitude, pushing Claire to her death off a balcony at a party they're both attending. The denouement is clearly absurd, bellying the director's inability to build suspense as well as deliver multi-dimensional portraits of her principal characters. This person was angry. So, so angry.
0: Well, so here we go. Jackie, we talked about this during uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah where it's a literary fiction mm-hmm. that the movie, the adaptation was very plot driven. Yeah. They didn't do the characters. So we felt like we lost a lot of connection with the characters mm-hmm. that you got in the book. Here, they adapted it as literary fiction. Yeah. So you have the, the equivalent of literary fiction on screen, and it clearly doesn't no, work.
2: not at all.
0: Yay, we solved Yay. that. Yay. <laughs> we answered our own question. Yeah. <laughs> it's science now, people. It was a controlled experiment. <laughs> Let's talk about this, these terptitudes, okay? <laughs> these, these protagonists. <laughs> so we have casting. Uh, Irene or Claire was calling her her Reanie or something. Reen. It was Renee. I, I thought it was a nickname. Look, all three of us heard something different. <laughs> it is what it is. The Irene is her name. She is played by Tessa Thompson. Uh, Tessa Thompson is the uh, Valkyrie in Thor. That's all you need to know. If you don't know who that is, then you basically suck at life. Claire, it trips me up because my middle name is Claire, but I rarely see Claire without the I, so every time I look at it, I always feel like it's spelt wrong, but that's probably just my entitlement speaking there, so I'm sorry. Claire is played by Ruth Negga. I just want to enunciate that. I don't want to say that too quickly where is she from she's like in a lot of stuff yeah i know i've seen her. i've I've, I've, I've never seen her before we're not gonna lie we usually have this stuff um written out before we get started but we said fuck it we're gonna do it live so here we are yolo Mm -hmm. Uh, ruth 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 nega i'm looking it up then we have brian uh that is the husband of irene or renee or renee or reen he's played by andre holland i really like him as an actor um, I Jackie's going to look all this up. I can't recall him right now, but when I saw him, I was like, oh my God, I love him, but I can't remember anything you're in. I just know that when I've seen you before, you were great. I know
2: what I know, uh, Ruth from, she mm. was in the movie loving, uh, it was the first biracial couple in Virginia. Yes. Yeah. Um, but she was yeah. also in agents of shield. Um, yes. if you watch that and then Andre Holland, was in Selma, 42, the uh, uh, Jackie Robinson movie.
0: Uh, She was in 12
2: Years a Slave.
0: Yep.
1: That's where I've I've seen it. Okay.
0: What about Bill Camp? That's Hugh. Hugh is the uh, very woke at the time white man. Uh, He was in 12 Years a Slave as
2: well. He was also in The Queen's Gambit and Joker. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. John. Come on. Alexander Skarsgård. He's no Bill Skarsgård, but he is still a Skarsgård. Probably the Skarsgård, right? He's Tarzan. True Blood. True Blood, Tarzan. I mean, obviously the... Okay, so he was... Jackie and I, one day, (laughs) we got home from work we are like, let's do something. Let's just get drink and watch Alex Skarsgård with no shirt on because the Northman was all over. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I remember it was free and we could watch it. So we got really excited because all the previews of that are just like him beefed up without a shirt on. Let me tell you what you actually get from that. Fucking weirdness. No clue what the hell's going on the entire time. And 99% of that time, he has a shirt on. Garbage. (laughs) When I tell you I felt betrayed and violated. (laughs) Northman. Fucking stupid.
2: I think I lost interest, like, maybe... 30 40 minutes in and I was just like I'm it was gonna, bad it was so I'm bad gonna go upstairs and read
0: but he is completely naked fighting with his uncle who is also completely naked yeah. at the base of an erupting volcano at the end of the movie mm-hmm. so oh so we went full sharknado yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean that should fully <laughs> sum up okay. to the point where literally I think Jackie and I looked at each other like how do what had what
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm watching it tonight with my husband because I've never heard of it. And if yeah, Northman upset hard. He'll have so much to say; it'll be fantastic.
2: <laughs>
0: Make sure you record it. I will. God. I also have. What's her face? She was in The Queen's Gambit. Um, she uh, she's really pretty. And she has those big eyes. You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, um, the actress. the one that
1: played the chess, the chess yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, she's she's
0: yeah. gorgeous, but she's young. I mean, she's not underage, but she's young. She looks really young. So there's like a romantic thing that happens between her and Alex Skarsgard's character. So there are some schmegsy scenes. It made me very uncomfortable <laughs> because he's like 50 and she looks like she's 12. I don't I let like him
2: me. rob the cradle. Yeah. I mean... Anya, Taylor, you know. Joy.
0: Yeah, that one.
1: Yeah, everybody desires to get their dick wet. Just not by know, a within- minor...
0: Within law, okay. But within I still think it's weird if they look like a minor. <laughs> I have issues with it, okay. I can, I can the same reason why I was upset watching shit, whatever the fuck his name is. Josh. No, not Josh. Peter. What's his name? What is his name? We couldn't. Centennial? Yeah. What is, I don't, I don't <laughs> know what his name. I just is. don't even know. We watched him in The Recruit, and I was like, he's gorgeous. I love him. So I was like, once we started the movie, I was like, oh, he's gorgeous. But then I was like, he's in high school, and he has a baby face. I don't like this. It makes me feel weird. So, yeah. Okay. Mm. Can we just talk about the elephant in the room here when we're talking about Tessa Thompson and Ruth Nega? More so Tessa Thompson. Okay. The point of this is that these two women are repeatedly, well, the one on occasion, the other one is like fully integrated to live as a white woman. That would be Claire, Ruth, Ruth, the actress. Tessa Thompson, again, Valkyrie from Thor, darker, right? Don't leave me hanging here. She is a, she has darker skin okay gonna
2: be mute for the rest of the episode
0: you can't fucking leave me here by myself can we just point (laughs) it out because Uh, here's the uh, thing when i saw that they were in this movie i thought it was one woman black woman meeting up with her friend who's light-skinned and realizing that she is passing as a white woman and that was going to be the movie we start off with tessa thompson passing and I didn't even know what was going on because even though it's black and white, I'm still looking at her and going, that's a black woman. That is a woman of color. Very. I don't care how low she pulls her hat down. She is very clearly a beautiful woman of color. But it wasn't until we walked in, I was like, oh, she's passing. I remember that text too. You were so confused. I
1: really was. I was, I was confused too. I was like, hold on. Wait, so because... My initial thought was, oh, okay, so we don't make eye contact with the white people. It's nineteen twenties. Yeah. Got it. Even even Mike was like, why is she keep ducking her head down? He was like, what is
0: going on? Like she's nineteen twenties and she's a black woman. Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. trying not and to and get like fucking like beat, like leave her alone. And then when like the old guy I guess collapsed on the
1: street too when she was leaving the the restaurant or whatever, oh. it was it was it was so, it was so random. I don't even remember where I was because they both, I mean, feature wise, right? You can tell that they have some type of ethnic background. Yes. To them. There ethnic. Is, there is no, I don't know, whiteness in their features. Yeah. There's,
2: there, yeah, there's no Roman nose there. I, I And yeah. like the just general
0: facial features and stuff. And not in a bad way. It's just, I would think that if you're trying to cast. It seemed really unbelievable. Yeah. Like we were supposed to suspend belief.
1: Yeah, it, it was, it felt really unbelievable. And I think where the disconnect for me was even, even after reading the book, even the book, I wanted to bleach my eyes because 1920s prose is, is painful to read that and it's literary fiction. And I can't, I can't even make it through The Handmaid's Tale and oh. I've tried for forever because it's so bad because it's, it's lit fic and it just makes no sense. It was just so unbelievable. It was unbelievable in the times. Even my husband, who is white, was like, where's the racism? Yeah. He was like, so they're just walking down the street and there's nothing going on? He was like, what? how is this? Even he could not suspend belief. Yeah. Because in most, in most fictional works, you hit the point and you're just like, okay, I'm suspending belief. I have to or I'm not going to make it through it. Because it's just so off the wall that's what this movie was yeah I agree I don't I don't understand it because it was just weird and I don't I don't know like we had talked about this earlier with the black and white monochromatic mm-hmm. choosing of the film <laughs> what why why what what would that what the I don't there was there was no racism first of all
0: except for outside the of like
1: one... there was one word mm-hmm. one and then maybe at the end
0: yeah I mean the husband uh Irene's husband does bring up a case or like there's a case that's going on at the time I believe down in Little Rock a black man was I think arrested and i believe no, he was hung. He, he was straight up lynched yeah and that but, but did they just lynch him or did they go through the trial and no they lynched killed? there there oh. was no there was no
1: trial for no. black people it was then. it was Jim a Crow. straight up lynching it was, it was lunch yeah. yeah okay so yeah. that's what happened that's what caused the tulsa race massacre yes was, yes, yes you know they, yeah. they broke the boy out and all that other stuff but that wasn't even racism that was describing an event mm-hmm that was the cause and the, or the effect of racism, right? Yeah. But there was no no real racial slurs. There was no real delineation. Is that even the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Between white and black. It was just like this. this... <laughs> I'd rather watch Signs for six hours straight.
0: <laughs> I just want to see the aliens come out on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a really fair point, though, because... For all of us, we all come from different backgrounds, watching this, having a general, if not deep understanding of what this country is like when it comes to race and understanding every time you go back a decade, you just, you know, multiply that exponentially. So we're going back a hundred years in race relations in this country. Like, it's definitely worse. (laughs) That's what I was saying before. That's what I
2: meant before when I said it was really focused because it wasn't showing the interactions outside of that one neighborhood.
0: Let's talk about when at the, uh, towards the end where Irene and her friend, they like very obviously black woman are walking and Mm -hmm. Claire's husband comes up and goes, hi, remember? Like, yeah,
2: he just creepy stared at the, at the, at the black yeah. woman. He's just like big eyes, like, oh, what is this thing here? And in, in, in that respect, I think it was actually explained really well in the book, how he reacted. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't really portrayed very well in the movie. But the, ultimately what you're talking about is in what an hour and 38 minutes, about 90% of that is only in one neighborhood.
0: Yeah. So at the beginning, she is clearly downtown in a very, very white neighborhood, passing. we I figured that out about 20 minutes in. A, was no help whatsoever in that, so I was lost. She's like, girl, I don't know. I was like...
2: I didn't know. She either. didn't know either. I was lost. So I was lost. like,
0: well, somebody has to know, okay? And she didn't. She didn't help me. So I was confused. Yeah, and our history buff was asleep. She was. Jackie just, just left just, us. I know. Just to fin far ourselves and Jackie would have been like this is not my time I don't I did this is not what I studied I don't know I was like
2: Reformation Europe thank you very much which has absolutely like, nothing to do with this time frame she's like Luther whatever right <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. Martin Luther <laughs> John Calvin
0: the freaking Methodist and stuff okay so after the white neighborhood, we spend most of our time in Harlem. And I know I was reading some reviews were like, this is not Harlem. Um, okay, maybe this is not Harlem in the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. But Harlem, and it was predominantly black and other immigrants that were coming over. So you got to, white people don't care. They're like, oh, that's a nice neighborhood. Oh, it's over there. Whatever. I don't care. So it was, it was a very nice neighborhood because the residents there Made it beautiful, so that was accurate in the movie. Okay, so anyone of these reviews are like Harlem doesn't look like that. First of all, go fuck yourself. Okay, <laughs> second, I'm just gonna go out on a limb here and say that it's racist. Okay, you are so damn dumb, <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> and we're not like saying where's the racism like where's the beef that's not what we're saying here it's just where you have to suspend belief is during that time when she's walking around especially in the white neighborhoods and especially when she's not passing she's walking openly as a woman of color with her friend who's a woman of color and then the white racist husband walks up and he's just like hey remember me and he's like oh oh i just don't think he would react that way and it it's clearly he didn't. So that would have been an interaction where he probably would have said some really nasty things.
1: I think the movie was the perfect example of coloring book colorism. Oh, explain. Mm. So that's what that's what passing is, right? Mm. Is your white presenting? Okay. And that's kind of what colorism is—is is you're choosing. So you have two people who personally could get hit by buses. <laughs> um, Not literally passing for white people without any true feature that would set them apart from their, their colored counterparts. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, outs, outside of, they were darker than me. Right? Yes. Yes. So I don't even know where I was going with this. Cause now all I can think of is just what if the movie had become a horror movie?
2: I was just thinking, <laughs> Angel's probably thinking, what if I was driving the bus?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's where my mind went it was just it was painful because it wasn't it was nearsightedly uh i'm trying to use big words that i can't think of because words
2: like
1: near s- <laughs> that, has, <laughs> that, <laughs> that is forever my mood uh this this nearsighted
0: What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I don't know. But I ha- I wonder if, I think I know what you're, you're getting at. And I just wonder if we have the director as a white woman, like she's trying to make this beautiful, right? And it is. It is, I think, visually beautiful. But do you think that she was missing some of the points while she was directing this film? And she did write the screenplay too, so...
1: Well, yeah, there was a lot that, like, the way that it was portrayed that Claire was, you know, all up with her, her husband, mm-hmm. you know, being a homewrecker, when in the book, Claire was all touchy-feely with Irene.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, go ahead, go ahead and get your muff dive on. Live your best life. It just seemed real backwards. Yeah, it did. And then in the end, at the end, it was so uh, not cheesy. Cringe. It was
0: cringe. Yeah. Cringely ambiguous. And like shockingly cringe, where this is not the type of story that needs a shock effect, I didn't think. Like the whole falling out the window, I was like, what?
2: (laughs) A lot of the reviews that I read, they're like, uh, everything dragged and I wasn't interested until like literally the last two pages, which is when all of that happens.
1: Yeah. It's because they hated everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, Irene, the the unreliable narrator, which can work beautifully in, in fiction. Like, it can be a beautiful thing. But when they don't shut up, mm-hmm. where they over-describe everything, and then it's kind of a, a product of the time that it was written. Yeah. Uh, God. <laughs> I'd rather, I would rather, honestly, I'd rather read Eyeball Sockets Getting Fucked.
0: I wanted to look a little bit deeper into this because clearly after reading the book, because this is the author and and it's not like autobiographical by any means. It's not her life, but she is writing this from her experiences. She is also a lighter skinned woman of color, but not light enough where she could pass. But also her features were, if she were trying to pass, would be a bit damning. She had acquaintances and new people that were women and men. They were able to do this pass like integrate themselves into the white community and live like that. So I can now, after reading the book and understanding that and not taking anything into consideration from the movie, is understand as her feelings for writing this, maybe there was some confusion with her self-identity. And maybe there was some jealousy where she's thinking, you know, like I am also light skin, but I'm not light enough to do that so I still have to live this life, which is kind of sad because the book, it's the the time it was written, so you're dealing with that type of stuff, so it's hard to follow. But understanding, maybe trying to give her a bit more credit, the author, that is, it makes me angry to think that this movie did none of that, and it could have done it beautifully. Having her, maybe she maybe she also had confusion about her sexuality. We get a little bit of that. I mean, she's writing about it, mm-hmm. In a book from 1929, so she's openly writing about some some you know homosexual things, not outwardly, but it's hinted at. Anyone with a brain could figure that out. Um, the parts with the husband not being happy, uh, and then and then the passing part. So I just I feel like they could have done the author a bit more credit with this movie, and I don't think she got it.
2: Especially considering the fact that when the book was initially published they wouldn't have put a lot of that stuff in there. So who knows what was edited out?
0: Yeah. Just like Little Women. I mean, we...
2: (laughs) Fucking (laughs) editors.
1: Damn
0: editors. It makes
2: me physically ill to think about that book.
1: I love you, but can we never bring up Little Women? Mm -hmm. Like ever in my presence. Garbage. It's so bad. It's.
0: I don't care. It's It's a classic. (laughs) It was hard for me because that was... I I read that when I was younger, uh, maybe like in middle school, and I don't have any bad memories. Maybe I just blocked it out. It was trauma. My brain's like, yeah.
2: End of story. Little Women, garbage. Uh, never read it before. <laughs> we read it for the podcast. And if anybody ever tells me that I have to die or read that again, I will choose to die.
0: And the only reason we did it was because the Netflix uh, remake that they did promised that Jo was going to get her ending, which no. was, she, it didn't happen. No. They lied. Yeah. What a fuck bullshit! Because Loui- yeah. the whole thing behind the story is Louisa May Alcott. She wrote that story with Joe not getting married at the end, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't publish it. So this yeah. was supposed to give it, Greta Gerwig is was the director, yeah. And I her think whole so. thing, she's like, "I'm going to give Joe the ending she deserved." And what uh, Louisa May Alcott really wanted, it's like you didn't. You gave us like a very ambiguous. She's um, a fucking liar. Because she still runs out into the rain with the umbrella to go get him yeah so if she really got the ending she should oh, we're. Okay. <laughs> she would let his ass got on the train and said bye yeah. but she didn't she ran him down because her family's yeah. like you love him go get him after mm-hmm. her first proposal married her sister like a week later fuck that book yeah and then what's her face beth with all the stupid cats <laughs> shut up just die already Listen. Is there anything else we want to say about this book that's not going to get us canceled? I mean, <laughs> like, like that is the thing. putting color
1: aside, even though it's predominantly about color. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> the movie was miserable. Like, there's no night. I, I, in my heart of hearts, Jesus is talking through me right now. I, I believe know. these people are being held against their will and have no other choice. But to give it ten out of ten because I I don't see it and I went through all the Sharknados okay so I think I understand demography pretty well.
0: (laughs) We're getting canceled. That's it. Just Jackie, say goodbye to the podcast. It's been fun, people. We love you. Because you know somebody's gonna come up and be like, "Why? Why would you you get
1: canceled?" During Black History Month, two of
0: all times. I just want you to know.
1: But it's but it's. But it's the person of color that's talking shit about the movie. So, what?
0: You hear that voice there? That is, she is the person of color, okay? Not saying she can say that stuff, because I can't make that decision. The movie was stupid. It was stupid.
1: The movie was so damn dumb. It was the movie nobody asked for, but somebody was like, I'm
0: going to get me an award today. Yeah, it is. It's one of those, it's a like one of those award, um, like, heat seeking missile does that mean that
2: the amount of really random jazz music in the Mm. background and foliage swaying in the breeze and people like tossing around in the bed having weird visions does the amount of that (laughs) time yes (laughs) does the amount of time in the film for that sleeping all over the place directly correlate to the chances of getting an award or a nomination yes. at least.
0: Okay. The answer is yes. I, I, I think
1: that this was the participation yeah, trophy yeah, movie. I can't even say what I want to say. Cause I'm so afraid that somebody yeah. is going
0: to be offended. And that's exactly. Okay. So 12 years a slave, we should have did that as much as I don't think I could <sighs> handle that book, I think it would probably destroy me beautiful. emotionally. Um, that is the type of movie that deserves awards. I'm going to go back to what i said about it not doing the author justice irrespective of how you feel about the way it was written but if we're going to take out the undertones of her during the 20s writing something to be published to be put out into the open that's very ballsy of her to start talking about some of these topics especially sexuality like that and they didn't do it any they didn't pay any sort of homage to that in the movie. It was just more like, we're going to do it in black and white, and we're going to talk about, you know, black women trying to look like they're white, which is like how they simplified it because the story is obviously much more than that. And I just think, I think it's disingenuous to the author and what she was trying to do. That's the word,
1: disingenuous.
0: Disingenuous. Yeah. Going back to the reviews, people are going to give it 10 out of 10 because they don't, they're saying, well, this is a beautiful story about race. I mean, can we just like real talk about it for a second does it say anything about race really at that time if you read
2: between the lines and actually read the text in the book though and watch the movie it's almost like men are the only ones that experience the racism when i guarantee that the women experienced just experienced it just as much probably if not more because women in general at the time were not seen as equals to men. So <laughs> this this was just this was just the movie nobody asked
1: for. It it doesn't
0: it yeah. doesn't
1: it puts the kitty bumpers that you put on the corner of your table. Mm-hmm. It kitty bumpers a, a dark mm-hmm. a dark part of our history. Even if even if it you know she wrote it the way that she did and it even the book it doesn't really hit
0: on a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But but also, that was in 1929, and for her to even get it published, I, I will agree with Jackie, where there's probably stuff that she was forced to take out of it. I wouldn't be shocked. Damn editors. So we might even have like a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's only 170-something pages. I bet you easily there's probably 100 pages worth of content that was cut out that she wasn't able to talk about.
1: I don't know. I personally I personally believe if they wanted to do it, maybe they should have done it on like something... That mattered. I'm not, I, I, you know what, I didn't look back then. That came off really wrong. I just don't know how to really say it.
0: No, I get what you're saying. And I think maybe this kind of relates to our, our All Quiet on the Western Front discussion that we had at the beginning of that, where the, mo- not that we liked the movie at all, but they took liter- literary fiction and made it more genre, right? They could have taken this story and the premise and the undertones there and done a lot more than it instead of doing it verbatim. It's a one-for-one adaptation. What you see on the screen is essentially what you get in the book with some nuances you can read into, where in the movie, this director, she spent 10 years coming up with this, could have actually pulled out a lot of stuff from here and done so much more with it and shown what that really looks like for this woman, a woman of color, to change her life and basically transform and lie to, every, like lie to herself mostly and her people around her as she's living a whole different world. And they could have spent more time on a... Remember, I, I brought this up. I was texting A, I think, where the code switching with the way they were talking, where when they were in the white area, they talked with that the mid-Atlantic dialect. But when they went back to Harlem, Irene still talked that way. But Claire was talking a bit more like... I, I I want to say something other than black but I'm just going to say that like a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, like she her and the housekeeper sounded, you know, they're talking the same way, their cadence is the same, you know, and she's it's clear that she's missing her culture because she's been whitewashed for the last probably 15 years.
2: Yeah, and there was a lot of stuff in the book too and this is actually one of the things that was not a one for one swap uh where they talked about Claire as a young child and growing up mm. with her father and when her father died uh, and the type of person that Claire was back uh, when they were younger um, that mm. was not in the movie at all
0: they glanced over it really quickly they she, she just talked mentioned... about her father
2: was a janitor that was in, yeah and they
0: also and he died so her father died and she went to the ants and the ants were really religious yeah. and yeah. they also that's they, all she said like the what was it it's was like a little bit past the half of the book where Irene
1: calls passing funny. That specific, like that specific thing where she and her husband are kind of going tit for tat a little bit. Like, Mm -hmm. she mocks passing. She's like, oh, I'm just doing it casually because I can, you know. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, oh, well, this, you know, it's just, it's funny or it's like fun, which was kind of startling because it showed a lot of of Irene's punch you in the eyeball attitude she had. (laughs) And I think, I think the yeah. movie lacked the, the characters were pancakes. No, they, they weren't even pancakes because pancakes are good with or without syrup. These were unseasoned pork chops. They on two lakes. and an unseasoned. Like an, yeah, a boiled pork chop don't taste good to, for nobody. I mean, but that's what they were, and I think that's what bothered me after. Like I read the book was, you know, they're in depth in the book. They're still kind of flat, but at least they got a little bit of salt yeah. and pepper on them. By that point, mm-hmm. the movie did, like you said, they were boiled on yeah. two legs. That's
0: true. It was just bland. So they made the movie less literary fiction than the book. Yeah. <laughs> because literary <laughs> fiction is character driven. It's You're getting more of the character connection. And the book's like, listen, we're going to adapt. I mean, the movie's like, we're going to adapt it exactly the same. We're just going to give you less of the character.
1: Yeah, we're going to take away all the so, salt and pepper. We're just going to, you know, uh, write off. Right off the porch
0: top.
2: It's gonna to be like a, and it's like Lopedia Britannica* was made into a film.
0: <laughs> this is actually a Wikipedia article on passing. <laughs> All right, do we want to give our reviews? Sure. All right, hey, you're our guest, so you go first. What's your review? They were both miserable. What would you rate them? Book one out of five. Movie one out of ten. One and a half for the book.
1: <laughs> just cause it's lit fic and I'm super biased towards lit fic. Like it takes, mm-hmm. it takes a second coming for me to actually enjoy it. Um, <laughs> and the movie out of 10. Mm-hmm. Cause that's IMDb. I'll give it a four just because now that I think back on it, like, I'm pretty sure like they were about to snatch each other's wigs and the <laughs> face that scars guard gave when he ran into her in public where he just went like pure alien bot. <laughs> made it for me. And I, and I, and I laughed at the end. I probably shouldn't have, but I was, I was rolling (laughs) because her acting at the end was so bad when like it just registered her friend died. And then I was like, where's the blood? Right. It's just started laughing.
0: So, you know, in the earlier on in that scene where she drops the like tea kettle, and she's talking about how like it got passed down from a relative that was like a confederate or something like that she's like and it's just awkward like i didn't know how to get rid of it but i guess i could have just threw it on the ground something like that she says when claire fell out the window i thought that irene had dropped something again (laughs) because i looked up and i was like what is she breaking now i was like oh she's breaking people now got it
1: yeah so that's why it gets a four out of ten for me because it made me laugh at the end Murder, murder bot, Scar's guard in the street, and then the snatching of the wigs. Because I'm pretty sure that's that's what was happening. Because that whole that's what she was hoping for. I was because those looks were, were not
0: friendly. All right, Jackie, can I just say no? <laughs> no, you no, Jackie, you have to give a review, especially since you read the book first and you have all these opinions. It's okay to be honest. <laughs> I have no opinions that matter, okay. Jackie's like, I am too, blonde hair, blue eyed, to discuss this, and then she slowly retreats from the mic.
2: I'm <laughs> sorry. No, I'm gonna say book one out of five, movie one out of ten.
0: Damn.
2: <laughs> when we're when we're talking about when we're talking about difficult times in history. You have movies like Schindler's list that really does a very good job of talking about an issue that nobody wants to talk about.
0: It was also in black and white. Yes. Um, (laughs) Except for the letter. Yeah. This movie did not
2: do that job. No. And this book, I think at, to the detriment of the author did not actually deliver the message that was probably intended. And I know I'm probably making assumptions. Mm -hmm. But I think that whatever editor published this book in the first place probably did, like I said, a disservice to the author and the intended message.
0: Okay. I respect that. That was Jackie. I'm never going to pick
2: it up again. I'm never going to watch it again. So.
0: Jackie, don't say things like that. Yeah. (sighs) All right. The movie, I'm going to give four and a half out of ten because I will give it credit that it is beautiful, the way it's filmed. I, I think the acting was fine. It, it's funny to think if they actually hated each other or if that was what the acting was. Maybe I'll just go with they were acting. <laughs> it is good. So four, four and a half out of 10. The book, it's a classic, Jackie, and you know, I don't rate classics, I refuse because i'm not gonna be one i'm not gonna feel that i have to give it a high score because it's literary fiction and a classic and i could defend somebody by not giving it a five out of five um but i'm also not gonna give it a one because for me a one is like i can't fucking do it i'm gonna dnf it for whatever reason that's making me angry and this book didn't do that for me it was just a little boring a little confusing sometimes but it is literary fiction um so i'm gonna say it's between a one and a three you take take what you will from that i think that's a cop out but whatever
1: yeah and i love how you just said "fuck this shit," i'm out
0: <laughs> but i'm gonna make a statement about this book where we're sitting here making assumptions that because she's a Black woman during this time, and the book is about two women that are passing, um, we automatically assume that she's talking about, like that her message is about race, which there's nothing that I read in any of things that she's put out. And her other stuff is not very race-centric. She just wanted to be a novelist. She wanted to be an author. So she's probably writing stuff that she cared about and felt about and had ideas about so i'm not gonna say that i demand it to be more than it is because maybe that's what she wanted to write about so i wonder if like our expectations and assumptions based on like us being a hundred years later saying what she should have been writing about at that time maybe that's a bit presumptuous
2: i'm not even saying that it was about any one single issue it could have been that her intended message was don't trap yourself in an unhappy marriage
0: oh yeah yeah no i'm i mean it it could have been any
2: number of things so i just think that there are so many so many tiny small little pieces throughout the book that aren't fully developed it's just it's hard to believe that there's one big issue i don't know no i I don't think
0: that. that it is probably stuff that was cut out too she was probably just talking about a whole bunch of stuff but i'm saying if you look at the reviews, if you read the Goodreads, the ones that are five out of five are talking, it's, it's from a very race-centric um, perspective that they're like, this is so great, it's so beautiful, blah, blah, And it's like, maybe like, it's presumptuous, I think, to say that that was what she was trying to do when it's clearly not there by fact of she didn't want it there, didn't intend to be there, it was cut out, or it just wasn't developed into that depth of it so that's why i
2: picked that one review that said passing for straight passing for married most mostly passing for happy passing for white whatever white is
0: i will say that that's probably the most astute review (laughs) as (laughs) ridiculous as it is
2: i bet you it was facetious maybe no that was a five out of five though
1: yeah 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 it just i don't know it just seems like the it's just facetiously written Maybe we're, we're all just tainted
0: as well. Yeah. May that could
1: be. That could very well be. I don't I don't know. I'm not I despise all things litfic, so
0: <laughs> This was like me going into all the to all the boys I led before. You literally could not have paid me to say anything nice about that. And Jackie's like, You want to add anything else to that?" outline? I'm like, no, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm mm <laughs> everyone on mm-hmm. Twitter was like that was hilarious like I'll let you roast me <laughs> because we were like oh, fuck you fuck Josh fuck Peter um, I will say fuck Brian and he was annoying is all mm-hmm. hell because at first I'm like one why are you sleeping everywhere like I get that you're a doctor but you are napping everywhere wake up you're in the car and sleeping not good then he just like he is talking shit about Claire upstairs. And then by the time it takes him to get up and walk down said stairs. And then his wife follow. He's already like, they're like nose to nose talking. And he's laughing and having a good time. So you are a flaky bitch. That's who Brian is. I didn't like him. And obviously we can't like John because he's a, he's a racist. So there's nothing nice we can say about him.
2: It, it, it's one thing to hear about somebody and actually meet them i guess because he's definitely hearing irene's side of what claire is like
0: and she's not exactly flattering no if i'm talking shit about someone up here to steven (laughs) and that bitch comes in my house i don't care what she does i don't care if she just saved a litter of orphan kittens out in the cul-de-sac Saved the babies out of the house that's on fire next door. Came in and brought muffins. I don't care. Steven is gonna come down there and he's gonna mean mug the shit out of her until I give him the she's okay, because I oh, know who matters.
2: Hence, hence the unhappily married yeah, part yeah. of yeah.
0: it for that for Brian and Irene. Right. So fuck, fuck Brian, fuck John. Hugh, you're cool. Yeah. Yeah. He was pretty cool. Yeah. He yeah. was cool. Everyone-
2: Especially if played by that would have been a lot cooler uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right uh so we um we read and we watched to probably unilaterally like unilaterally tell you to not fuck with this um but we will go around the room a <sighs> hey, you are a guest so you get to go first would you read watch or dnf if I was high as shit, I would probably I would probably recommend watching it because it would be trippy as sh- like trippy as all get out, right? Okay, I respect that. So watch it under the influence. Yes, okay. yes.
2: okay.
0: All yes. right. Jackie, Gun to my head. I had a hard time following both the book
2: and the movie, but at least the movie had pictures and sound.
0: <laughs> so you' gun to your head, watch. So this is what we're doing gun to head. Mm-hmm. Okay, so A is like, if a gun is to my head, pass me the hit, I'll watch it. I will say, if a gun what, is... I
1: never, never said anything about a gun.
0: No, we're, we're going off the premise that somebody is holding I our... Inter- yeah.
2: I introduced
0: that so Oh, gun then is... I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was going to say is, if that's what we're going with, because last review it's the same way jackie was like listen if if you have to i was like well then i would rather be set on fire so if the gun is in play this time i i'm the one in the movie that like takes the barrel and just right there and just stares them down and says do it pull the trigger okay i'd probably even just put it in my mouth as well (laughs) be like (sighs) i mean you gotta have some fun like Before you know you're going out. All right, it's over with. We did it. Um, and I actually I I feel bad because I thought this was going to be a nice pick to honor Black History Month, and we failed. And I am sorry. It's okay. This was pretty bad. Y'all deserve a lot better. We forgive you. But next week, uh, we're. Uh, we love you, Annabelle. Um, we're doing a YA book for fuck's sake. Annabelle is Jackie's daughter. She is turning my, sixteen. My sweet, sweet daughter. She requested because this is also Netflix month. So Netflix did an adaptation of for school the School for Good and Evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think it's just book one, right? Yes. Okay. So we're doing that. Did you like Percy Jackson? I've never read it what the
2: the books or the the books the books annabelle loves the books she hates the movies and she cannot wait until the tv series comes out
1: so uh school for good and evil is kind of like percy jackson uh but it is it
0: is painfully young
1: yeah
0: so i I haven't read a young YA book in probably over a year. I think I, this I, is a lot
1: younger than YA. This
2: is um, probably
0: like 13, 14. Well, then it's been two decades.
2: The characters grow with the series according to Oh, Anna. is it like Harry Potter? Um, possibly. So this is
0: like book 1 of Harry Potter? <laughs> I, I never read luck.
2: Harry Potter.
0: I did. I wish you luck.
1: Oh, I wish you luck cuz I can't read that. I can't read it now.
0: <laughs> I mean, I loved it when I was that age all right listen we love annabelle we do i'm fucking looking at the rest of our schedule jackie with a fine tooth comb all right uh doing the coin flip we're not gonna fuck it up this time so uh i will call it okay if it's heads just say if it's heads you choose if it's
2: heads i choose okay if that's what you want to call unless you want tails
0: oh it's heads okay i i'm gonna read first because i feel like if i watch it first and then read i'm gonna be fucking miserable okay because if i can just read through it fast get it over with and then watch the movie yes okay. and also i think you've already watched it haven't you watched it jackie yes yes i have because it was a I requirement
2: uh mm-hmm.
0: last time i was down here yeah her daughter made her watch it already so yeah. i will read first Jackie will watch first And then we will come together and and maybe it'll be okay. Next week, School for Good and Evil. Yay. I guess until then, make sure you like, follow, share, write us a review. Um, Don't cancel us. We love you. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.